0: Today on the podcast, I wanted to share a teaching with you guys that I created a little while back. And I thought it would be really great for the world that we're living inside of. Meaning, if you're like me, your kids are about to get out for summer, which always feels like this sort of wild transitional time for us as a family. We want to be able to spend time together this summer and enjoy ourselves. But also, I'm prepping for my oldest to go to high school, you guys. I'm like freaking out. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe it. There's all of these really big transitions in our lives And so I thought it might be helpful, even if you're not a mama, maybe you're graduating college and you're looking for your first job, or maybe you have started a new relationship, or maybe you've ended one. Whatever sort of transitional thing you're going through right now, I am going to share a class that I taught, which was all about how to create a roadmap to where you're going. So if you're in the midst of dreaming or planning, or maybe you know that you should be uh, with the season that you're inside of, this is a course that I'm going to share with you that's just all about how you create a plan. So this is one of those podcasts where you might want to grab your notebook and a pen and take it just the same way that anybody else would, would take an online course. I hope that this week's podcast is really helpful to you and that you guys are getting a ton of great information. And if you like this episode and you have someone in your life who's also going through a transitional time, oh my gosh, please, please share this. Send them a text and just say like, hey, here's a free episode, something to help you with what you're going through right now. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy this conversation on creating a roadmap. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine what the best version of you looks like. What does the best version of your life look like this year? I want you to imagine if if there were no rules, if there were no limitations, if nothing held you back, what would you achieve this year? Who could you be? If, if money wasn't an issue, if time wasn't an issue, if you could do anything you wanted to do, and I don't mean be a princess, I don't mean go marry into the royal family, both those brothers are taken, I want you to imagine what the best version of your life looks like. Imagine this person in detail. And I want you to get specific. I want you to watch it like a movie in your mind what does the best version of you look like uh, is 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 she is she healthy is she in shape does she take care of her body does she love her family how does this version of you how does she speak to others how does the narrative in her mind speak to herself i'm going to keep talking over this and i just want you to keep this, like keep going through everything that you can think of. Be specific. When I envisioned, when I did this the very first time and I envisioned, like I imagined, you know, I wanted my arms to be strong. I imagined my hair was super shiny. Nobody else is inside your head. So it doesn't matter what your version of you looks like. You got to be honest with yourself right now. The best version of you, what, what, what kind of food do they eat? Where do they go for fun? Uh, do they get a massage once a month? Do they go on long runs? Have they signed up for a marathon? Did they join a local choir? What is the best version? Do you have it in your mind? Can you see it like a movie? Now that you've got this idea, I want you to go bigger. See, what happens a lot is that we will limit ourselves. We will decide that if someone else saw this, we've got to play it small, we've got to play it safe. I want you to go bigger. What is a bigger version? of the best version of you. There, there's my music again. Can you see it? Do you know exactly what it looks like? Where does this person live? Who does this person hang out with? What do they do to take care of themselves? Are they healthy? Are they loving? Are they strong? Are they bold? What words would you use to describe the best version of you? Now, you have that clear in your mind. Open your eyes, and I want you, this is the first page of the workbook, open your eyes, everyone's opening your eyes. You can write this in any notebook that you have, or if you want to write it on the thing that I gave you. Right here it says, the ideal version of me is. What is the ideal version of you? I want you to write everything that you just saw in your mind. Don't think about it, don't question it. As fast as you can, get it all, as many details, as much as you can possibly process. Get it down on this piece of paper. You have five minutes, five minutes to write down all those details. It is so important that you take the time to do this. Dream big. Maybe the visualization felt weird to you and it'll be easier to write it like a diary entry. The best version of me is, my ideal shows up like this. All of those things, I want you to write them down. You have five minutes and then we're gonna work through it together. Hey guys. Someone just said potty break. That's exactly right. I had to put some time in here. I really wanted you to have the time to do some coursework because I know when I go to conferences, a lot of times someone's They're talking so much that they don't give you time to process the things or they talk and they tell you to process later. But I learn best when it's like teaching process, teaching process. So I want to, I I wanted you to have the time to really write down those dreams and the visions that you have for the year. And now I want us to together talk about what you see, what did you see and Let's start with what did you see. I don't want to give you too many things at what time. So tell me what are the things that you saw as you were writing down that vision of the year? Did you see health? Did you see you're getting out of debt? You saw financial freedom. I love all of the reasons for why it was hard, but I want to hear the specifics. Loving more deeply, losing weight, um, healthy, happy. You saw like great skin. I love that you saw author. You saw Confidence even though we have people from all over the world, you're seeing a lot of the same words pop up over and over and over. It doesn't matter where you are or where you come from or how you were raised, so many of us are struggling with the same things. We want confidence, we want love, we want joy, we wanna have fun, we wanna feel healthy, we want energy, we wanna be productive. Those are such important things, but please recognize right now, what you need to see is that you are not alone. You are struggling with the same kinds of things that women all over the world are struggling with. That's incredible. We have way more in common than we do that's different. Stop now, we've talked about what we saw. Here's what I wanna talk about. Talk to me about the emotions that that brought up for you. Tell me right now if anyone was excited. You were writing things down in your notebook and it made you excited. I want only the people who felt excited to just write the word me. If you were writing that thing and you were like, yes, this is who I'm gonna be, this is what I'm gonna do. If you got excitement out of that exercise, write the word, me, so that we can see everybody who's like us, who felt excited, yes, loving this idea, this is, yes, me, 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 pumped all the things, yes, lots of people. Now here's something interesting. If you wrote that, if you started to write this and the negative voice in your head was already at play, right? Did you already have that negative voice? If you started to hear the reasons why it's not going to happen, if you already heard that you're not enough, if you already started to go, this is stupid, I want you to write yes. If, if you started to get shame out of that process instead of joy, I want you to write yes, because I want to make sure that we see that there's a difference because people process that very differently. Some people look at their future and get excited and that's awesome, that energy is gonna take you so far. But there are a lot of people, right now you can see them coming through, there are a lot of people who start to write it down and they don't, they don't, even, they're like, they don't even want to. Because they they're like, this is crap, this is garbage. I can envision the future all I want but I don't have the ability to get there. It's, it, look at, look at all of these yeses coming through right now, you guys. So there are two different people that we're going to talk to. My excited friends, you keep it. You got to be those cheerleaders. You got, you are already pumped up for yourself. And in this community, I want you to keep that energy going. But right now, I want to talk specifically to those of you who felt anxiety, who got bummed out, who were already starting to think of negative things about yourself. I want to talk to you specifically that. Posture will not serve you. You did the work to get here. You signed up for the class. You said, I believe that I am made for more. I think that there's something more possible in my life. You believe that about yourself enough to be here, to find the time. Who in the world has two hours in the middle of a weekday? You found the time, you made the commitment, you are here. That is the first step. Your mission this year, more than anything, is to stop beating yourself up. The shame that you're carrying around about past decisions that you've made or who you wish you could be or what you think you wish you could have done, it's not serving you. And I know it's more normal for a lot of us to choose to believe the negative things about ourselves instead of the positive. But let's get real for a second. What does that mean? That means that you're gonna show up here once a month And you're going to go through the motions and you're never going to buy into any of it. And you're going to hope what you're hoping is that I'm going to say something to you that's going to spark, that's going to turn around 36 years of self-recrimination. You're hoping you're holding out for a hero. You're hoping that a teacher or a book or a podcast or somebody is going to help you love yourself. And what I am saying to you is that you've got to make the decision to fight for it because you can keep... Looking at, you can keep doing these things, and I'm gonna guess that most of you have. You, You bought the gym membership, you read the book, you did the podcast, maybe you went to the conference, you tried the thing. You keep hoping that something outside yourself is gonna change who you are in here, and the only one that's gonna change who you are in here is you. And the first step to that is that you have to believe it's possible, and you're not gonna believe anything is possible if you keep beating yourself up. So I want you to... There is a song by Ludacris. You can find a radio edit version because the original version has a lot of cuss words in it. The song says, move, blank, get out the way, get out the way, blank, get out the way, okay? That's where we're going. People are like, amen, preach. Ludacris ain't never showed up in in this kind of church, so just go with me. When I start to have negative self-talk, personally, yes, me too. I get, I have anxiety. I have, this is not, none of the things that I do or say or the life I'm living is the result of, oh, I figured it all out and none of this stuff bothers me anymore. That's crap. If anyone tells you that, if anyone that you're learning from or is teaching you tells you that they don't deal with stuff anymore, you should run away because they're a liar. I still deal with these things all the time. So my personal tool for this is a ludicrous song called Move B Word get out the way. It's a totally inappropriate song, but that is, (laughs) find your own version if that offends you. I'm sorry. But when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling, and I hear that negative self-talk, I'm like, first of all, I've got to physically move my body. That's why energy matters. If you're watching this sitting down right now, stand up. If you're dealing with this anxiety thing, you need to stand up. You need to move your body. But for me personally, I play a ludicrous song. Move. mm, Get out the way. Get out the way. mm, Get out. That is me talking to my inner jerk, that inner radio, that inner voice that tells me all the reasons I'm not gonna measure it up. Look, it's gonna keep popping up. That voice in your head is going to keep popping up. You need a physical cue, and this is good for anybody. For any of you who, even the people who said, yes, I'm excited, you are certainly going to have moments of anxiety or not feeling like you're sure, and you're gonna hear that voice. Let's come up with a name for that voice. Let's call that name Pam, okay? Pam is that annoying voice in your head that says you're not enough, you can't do this. Let me tell you all the reasons that you failed before. Let me tell, oh, what's Sarah gonna think of you when she finds this out? Oh, what's that girl from, what's Marissa from eighth grade when she sees that you're trying to do something with your life, what is she gonna think about? That voice is Pam, okay? Pam. I want you to assign, I want you to, now, now not only do I, want Pam, do I want Pam to have a name, that voice in your head, I want you to imagine her, Pam, you know Pam, imagine the like most annoying, imagine you, this is the person, you're, you're working at the restaurant, Pam's the one that's going to, she's asking to speak to your manager, okay, that's who Pam is. Pam is the one who is asking if you're sure if you really love your children because you work. That's who Pam is, okay? Pam's the older lady in your church who says rude things, but like she gets to get away with it because she's old. That's Pam. I want you to physically imagine her. She's the worst. She's the worst, Pam's the worst. If that voice was a real person standing in front of you saying those things, okay, imagine this with me. Imagine that lady, She's got, um, remember John and Kate plus eight? Anyone? <laughs> remember Kate Gosling? Remember when Kate Gosling had that crazy haircut? That's the haircut Pam has, okay? And, and it's spiked back here like a, like a Thanksgiving turkey, okay? So that's who's coming at you right now. That person is standing in front of you and she's like, you're not smart enough. You're not strong enough. You're never gonna do it. You're never gonna have it. He's never gonna love you. You're never gonna be good enough. If a real person came at you like that, you'd be like many things. Maybe you're ghetto like me and you'd be like, uh, uh, bah. maybe you, maybe you get rough. Okay. Maybe you're like, oh, I met a crazy person today with a Kate Goslin haircut. I met her today. You go the other direction. Or. I don't, I don't even know other ways to deal with that kind of person, but the one thing I know for a fact you would not do if someone came at you like that is stand there and take it. That voice in your head is as real to you as, as a person saying those things, and yet you take it, right? So you need a physical cue, and for me, that's dancing. It's always gonna be dancing. When you change your physical state, listen to me and write it down. When you change your physical state, you change your emotional state every single time every single time. So when you hear that negative talk in your head, imagine, Pam, turn on your ludicrous, move, mm, get out the way, get out the way, mm, get out the way. You need to do something to give that thought out of your mind, all right? You're never gonna get anywhere if you don't get out of this habit of not believing in yourself. And the first step to believing in yourself is being strong enough to silence the voice in your head. The voice in your head is not gonna go away. You're gonna silence her. And six minutes later, you're gonna have to do it again. And six minutes later, you're gonna have to do it again. Over and over and over and over and what will happen, this amazing thing happens. Next time, it'll take seven minutes. And then two weeks from now, you'll go whole days without hearing that voice in your head. It'll show up again tomorrow and you gotta do it again and you gotta do it again. The answer to every issue in your life is a habit that will help you navigate around it, okay? So you envision this life that you had, right? You envisioned this person that you wanna be. For some of us, that was really positive. For some of us, that was negative. But we're all gonna get to a state of positivity about where you're going. The next thing that I want you to do, and this is really important for me personally, you have this vision of your, your future, all right? You know where it is that you want to go. You, you've written it down. And I want to challenge you, too, if you only did a few sentences, if that's not a crystal clear vision for you, I want you to spend some time after we're done together. I want you to write more. I want you to fill up whole pages of what that future best version of you looks like this year. Now, this is a really powerful thing for me, and I hope for you. I want you to describe that vision with a word. So the first time I went to a a personal growth conference that really stuck with me was Tony Robbins. Y'all have heard me talk about this a ton, but um, he had this line where he said, when does a dog become yours? When does a dog become yours? I'm gonna give you the answer. It's when you give it a name and you ask it to come when you call. Sit with that for a second. When you give it a name and you ask it to come when you call. And so when you imagine the future version of you, you need to have a word that you associate with that image. Because that image, it's you, but it's not you. It's an enhanced version of you. It's a bigger version of you. And you need to know what it is. And so for me, I'm sitting at that conference. Jack was there and Dee was there. We all had to choose our word, our power word. And he's crazy, makes you jump up and down. You gotta like scream your word. You're like, like unleash the power, whatever. When I had that moment, I envisioned, like stick with me and trip out for a second. I was a blogger at the time. I was a blogger. I ran this lifestyle blog. I did advertisements for like, tied with liquid bleach, like that was my job. And I I stood there and I did this exercise. I envisioned the future of myself. And the first time I did it, I didn't have a lot of courage. I just kind of wrote down like stupid, like I want to make more money or whatever, like generic. And then it was like, no, dude, you're here. You're all in, you promised yourself you'd be here in this moment. Nobody's gonna see these notes. So I just wrote crazy things. I wrote what was really in my heart, what I really wanted to do. And what I really wanted to do was build a media company. I had this vision that I could build a media company that created content for women all around the world that inspired them and gave them tools to change their life. Hello. But years ago, this was a crazy idea. I, like I want to be at so, and so he was like, you gotta give it a name. You gotta give it a name. And I was like, I need a word. I need a word that symbolizes what this vision looks like to me. And in media, the, the, the highest person in media, like going back forever, is called a mogul, a mogul. And it's not a word that you hear a lot of people even claim for themselves, and it's definitely not a word that you hear women claim. And as I'm sitting there in this conference, I'm like, that is a cool word. Because when I envision a mogul, a mogul, a mogul, there's all sorts of things that I can associate with that. So, suddenly choosing a word actually gave me more ideas, gave me more things to envision. So, I chose the word mogul and I was so inspired by it, and I was so inspired by it, I got a tattoo. When I got the word mogul tattooed on my wrist, Dave had like a nervous breakdown. And I'm not, I am not exaggerating that. First of all, I got a tattoo, which I had ne- neither one of us had had tattoos. Secondly, I chose a word that was like the super powerful, strong word. Whenever people would see it, like women at church would see the tattoo and they'd be like, oh, what's that say? And I'd say mogul. And they were like, oh, that's interesting. Because, you know, little 5'2 chicks are not supposed to claim the word mogul for themselves. But it was my word. It wasn't his word. It wasn't Pam at church. It was my word. And so you need to know, I love these vibrant, powerhouse, inspirational love. Maria's like, I didn't see the, the tattoo. It's there, I promise. Um, inspirational, empowered, all of these things. And I'm not, oh my gosh, I'm not saying you need to get it tattooed on your body. But for me, it was so powerful because it was me calling my shot. It, it was me in a moment of like strength and bravery saying, That's who I want to be. That's who I want to be. And I don't care if it freaks you out. That's who I want to be. So I know that a lot of you, any time that we start to to step on our own personal growth journey and we start to grow euphoric, audacious, um, content, like um, looking at all these things, powerful, spectacular, writer, embrace, moxie, focus, freedom. These words are so incredible, you guys. But any time that we start to step forward into our own power, we start to do work on ourselves, a lot of times we'll freak out the people in our lives. So is that something that you have encountered? Like, have you ever gone on a diet? A diet's always the easiest one because I feel like most of us have at some point. You start to do something, let's say a diet, like have you ever done that where you get, you're really getting into something, you're really liking it, and your family gives you a hard time. They're like, oh, oh, so we're just not gonna go to Taco Tuesday anymore? Oh, so you're just never going to drink again? Oh, so we're like, we can't even have fun? you ever had that in your life where like people give you a hard time or maybe your husband is like, oh wait, I'm supposed to watch the kids so that you can go on a run? Or wait, I'm supposed to watch the kids so that you can write this book you want to write? There are people so often when you try to make yourself better that will freak out, right? Your mom, your in-laws, Like, yes, people, like all, yes, people, listen to me. Any time that you begin to step more fully into yourself, any time that you start to do work on you, not, you won't even mean to, but you doing work on you will challenge the people who are not working on themselves. Anytime that you start to um, believe in yourself and fight for that self-care and fight for the time to, to go on a run, to pray, to write the book, to you know do your hair, do your makeup or whatever, your friends, your family, they will unintentionally see it as an accusation about how they're living their lives. So what happens is that either out of love, you doing something awesome, even if your awesome thing is just like, you know, I went on a walk around the neighborhood because I promised myself I'd move more this year. You doing your awesome thing challenges their lack of awesome, right? Mediocre people, people that are okay with being mediocre will continue to drag you back down to mediocrity because if you can be at their level, then they don't have to question what's going wrong in their life, right? You are gonna have people, as you set out on this journey of personal development this year, you're on fire, we're in here together, we're all fired up. You're gonna have people in your life who don't like it. Some people are gonna be passive aggressive about it. Some people are gonna be outright vocal about it. Some people are gonna be like Dave, but it is possible to show up for yourself and your vision of your life without leaving them behind, without shoving it in their face without being like, well, you know, we all know those people who like decide they're going to be a marathon runner and now everybody else needs to be a marathon runner or they're going to, they go vegan and they love it and they just feel like everybody else needs to be vegan too. We know those people, right? And the, the problem is not that they are chasing down dreams or doing good things. The problem is that then they want to shove their dream in everybody else's face. See, the problem is not that y'all don't know who you are. The problem is that you have an inkling who you are Or you used to know who you are, but so many people's opinions have got between you and the thing that you want that you're afraid to claim it. You need to have the courage to live whatever life you want to live. And I know that not all of us have the same ideals. I wrote down the word mogul. Someone on here, I guarantee, wrote down the word mother. Someone else on here wrote down the word teacher. Someone else on here wrote down the word love or care or compassion. Your your contribution to the world matters to you. How well you're raising that baby matters to you. How well you're showing up for your partner matters to you. That is your word and that's powerful. And what's so incredible about a community like this one is there's no wrong way to be. There's no wrong vision that you have for your life. But you have to have the courage to admit it to yourself, right? So, so have a word. When you hear me on livestream in the morning and I'm talking about my word for the year, my word for the year is the, is the vision that I have of the future. My word for this year is warrior, warrior. So I started to, to I did this exercise. So I was coming into the end of uh, 2018 and I started to think about who I wanted to be in 2019. And I think y'all know me well enough to understand that, like, 2018 was a crazy year, bananas crazy year, right? I I had written this book, and as much as it was my sixth book, I had no comparison for what happened with Girl, Wash Your Face. Absolutely no comparison. In fact, nobody has a comparison for what happened with that book. I wrote it, and I even remember, it's so hilarious. Now, I remember it came out February 6th, and I remember January of last year, so a year ago, I remember being afraid that people were gonna get mad because I talked about my sex life. Like, that was, that was my biggest fear. Never in my wildest dreams that I think so many people would read it, not even a tenth of the people. But I definitely was like, oh, I hope nobody gets offended about the stories I tell. That's where I was a year ago. And then the book came out, and it was like this snowball that rolled down the hill, and it kept going and kept going. And at first, it was very overwhelming. Because anytime life changes, it's very overwhelming for us. But as it started to grow and keep going and keep going, what began as this excitement became a thing of anxiety. Imagine, if you will, that you're just doing your thing. You have this vision for your life, but you're doing your thing. And it, it explodes so far beyond your control that you're just like standing back and watching it happen in front of you. And that's what a lot of 2018 felt like for me. And as someone that is so like, you guys, I mean, hello, you see, I'm like, I plan out my life. I have the vision for my future. Like I'm taking you through what I do. So to all of a sudden feel like I had no control over what was happening, freaked me out. And I went through a lot of 18 trying to figure out how to get back control from that place, from a place of anxiety. um, I started having a posture of anxiety and worry and feeling out of control. And from that place, outside negative forces can attack you like you won't believe. Listen to me because you have your own version of this in your life. When you're tired, when you're exhausted, when you're hormonal, when you're anxious, when you're depressed, when you're already experiencing a hard season or a negative season and you continue to put yourself out there to absorb whatever the world's got coming at you, you open yourself up to get wrecked. So if you are right now in a place of any of those things, if you're in a negative, a hard season, you need to batten down the hatches in a hard season. In a hard season, you need to take care of you. In a hard season, you need to focus on your health your immediate family, and the habits that you have in a day to get you from here to there. In a hard season, you don't need to keep showing up and be like, okay world, what do you have to say? Because in my hard season in 2018, that's what I did. I kept showing up saying, okay world, what do you have to say? And what the world had to say were really hateful, mean, harsh, ugly things. And I try not to talk about that on social because I always want my social to be a place for positivity and that we're all gonna get together. I want you to know that if you come to my Instagram feed or you go to my Facebook that you're just gonna find positive things. But behind the scenes in this kind of work, the things that people say about me, the articles that they've written, the radio shows that I've got, the things that people are saying are gutting gutting. And if you are seeing those things, even when I didn't want to, I felt like things would be shoved in my face. Or even when I didn't want to, I feel like the publisher would be like, oh, just so you know, such and such newspaper is going to run this article about why you're a piece of crap um, or whatever. It was so debilitating for me. And I felt like I had no control. And what I didn't realize was that I kept exposing myself to the very thing that was making me go through a negative season. So right now, if you're in a hard place and you feel, are you continuing to expose yourself to the people and the circumstances that are making it hard? My word, I like had this vision. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to let other people have the ability to make me feel terrible. So I don't want other people to have control over the way that I feel. Who are the kind of people that don't let, other, don't, don't let anyone else give them a hard time. What, what does that look like? So I would imagine that in my mind, I would imagine someone who was strong. And for me, this is a really important key for you guys. And this is why I believe so deeply that we need to work out every single day. When you need to be emotionally strong, we can't always get there, but you can always get too physically strong. Every single day you can do something that makes you physically stronger. Every single day, and I don't care who's watching. I don't care that I don't care your age. I know that there there are people watching right now who are differently abled. All of us can do something every single day that makes us physically stronger. And so when I imagined my twenty nineteen, when I imagined like what's my word, I was like warrior, because I can't always control my emotions and I can't always control what the world's gonna throw at me and I can't always control my family and I can't always, I can't control this, but I can control physically. If I do one thing every day for myself that makes me feel physically strong, if I aim for like warrior status, if I get emotionally stronger and physically stronger, that's my word. So that's my word for 2019. I want you to have a word and I love that you guys are saying, the words that you're saying, give that some thought too. You know, we just, we sort of threw our words out there, but if you, you should have a word that when you hear it, you're, you have the vision of what that is. That should look like a person to you. That should look like the most awesome version of yourself. So we have our vision. Do you know, first of all, what's your word? I'll use myself as an example. So this is my word for 2019 is warrior. All right. You need to know what does that look like to you? And you could do the same exercise. You could say, if your word was, let me, let me use, I was like, let me use someone. Jennifer said her word is alchemy. That is awesome. I don't, Okay, so discipline. Um, so Michaela says her word is discipline. So if the word is discipline, Michaela, you have to ask yourself, what, what does discipline look like to you? Someone who is disciplined, what do they do? What does someone who, who is disciplined do? And I want you to choose one goal. So y'all do, hopefully you do start today journal work with us. And even if you don't have a journal, I know I'm a broken record and we'll make sure we send this in the notes about today. But episode 72 of the rise podcast is me reading the opening chapter of the start today journal so that every single day you can start your day with this practice. And the question I've gotten most often is how do you choose one goal? We're going to do that together right now, but we're not going to do it about, you know, a business or whatever. You're going to do it about your life. So you're going to take, look, we got finisher, compete, unafraid. What does that mean to you? And I want you to ask yourself right now, what's one big thing you could do this year? One thing that would be something a warrior does. That someone just said compete, okay? What's one thing you could do this year? Could you sign up for a half marathon when you've never even run a 5K? Um, someone says empower. So they want to empower other people. What's one thing you could do this year that would that you're like, that's something. And it's got to be a challenge, you guys. You can't, this is not, if you want to choose some mamby-pamby thing, do it for this month. We're talking about what's the one thing you can do this year. Because what I want for you is you get to the end, let's say that maybe you're, maybe you're only with me for just this month, or maybe you're going to be with me, maybe we'll do this every month you'll be here and you're ready. What I want is for my crew, my 12-month crew, my all-year crew, we're going to get to December and you're going to be like, Rach, I said I was running a half marathon, and here's a picture of me crossing the finish line. Rach, I said that I was going to go back to school and I just finished my first year of college at 45. Rach, I said that I was gonna go do this thing and I did it. Rach, I said I was gonna be debt free and I paid off all my credit card bills. You've gotta find the one thing, and I'm not talking about a habit, you guys. I'm not talking, I am talking about a goal. What's a big goal this year, do you know? Okay, so this is good. I just wanna make sure that you guys see the distinction because some of you are like 10,000 steps, that's amazing. Losing weight, that's amazing, these are great goals but I want you to have a tangible thing. In order for a goal to be effective, it's gotta be two things. Has anyone read, girl stop apologizing, do you know what the two things are? A goal has to be specific, specific. Okay, so let's start there. A goal has to be specific. I want to do better with my money is not specific. I wanna save $5,000 is a very specific goal. I want to hang out with my kids more is not specific. I'm going to join mother, son, bingo. And every Wednesday night, I'm going to go to bingo with my kid is specific. Your goal has to be specific and it has to be measurable. You have to be able to say like, yes. And everyone's like, do we choose just one? Yes, you choose one. I could, I could stand here and I could spout personal development stuff at you all day. And y'all could take a bunch of notes in your journal and you could feel great about our time together. And you could laugh at my stories about Amsterdam and my dumb dog who wants me to throw him the ball. We could have fun together. That does not serve you. What serves you is if you if you do something with the information that you have in front of you. It's like if we're gonna commit this time together, you guys, you need to be able to walk away and be like, I sat with that chick for two hours and because of it, I signed up for this thing, I did this thing, I named a big goal and I chased it. And also for every one of you that struggles with feeling like you don't know who you are or you don't know what you want, I promise you, you'll discover it on the way to something else. You know, we've we've all heard the like, life's a journey, not a destination, it's true. It's not about the goal. It's about who you become along the way. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is hosted by me, Rachel Hollis. Our show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and edited by Andrew Weller, with additional production support by Sterling Coates. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is a 3% chance production.